The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Chulo. Today is Thursday, February 5th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo, brand new gay adult performer, Osiris Blade. Welcome to the show, Osiris Blade. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on, and thank you for, for allowing us to be your first ever interview. Yeah, it's kind of kind of exciting and nervous at the same time. As it should be. Now, it'll be fun, and it'll be cool, and it'll be fantastic, man. This is just your first time allowing our listeners, as well as your growing fan base, get to know a bit about yourself, and uh, so they can get to know exactly what you're trying to do in the business. Awesome. Fantastic. So, typically, I like to start an interview by getting stats out the way because for the most part the listeners and you know this growing budding fan base of yours you know they haven't had the chance to see you in person the only representation that they've seen of you are in pictures that they see on the web in uh, the video clips that they see whether it's on their tv computer or mobile devices so let's get some of your stats out the way what's your height and weight um i am about five ten five nine Okay, and um, uh, weight? Uh, I think I'm about 168, 165, somewhere around there. I haven't been on the scale in a while. Okay. What's your zodiac sign? I am an Aquarius. Very awesome. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. What's your ethnicity? Um, I'm black. Okay, and how old are you? Uh, 35. Okay. Very cool. Which you don't look at all. <laughs> I, I, that's because I eat my veggies. There you go. Take notes, listeners. <laughs> so let's get to know a bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, originally. Okay, and what was life like growing up for you? What was Osiris Blade like before he was Osiris Blade, when he was a kid, a teenager? Um, I I moved around a lot. I was a I was an army brat, and then like I lived all over. Lived in Germany for a little bit. Lived in North Carolina, Georgia, Texas for a little bit. Um, 
I really, I'm really good with learning languages. I was the family translator at one point in time. Um, beyond that, I'm, I'm, I guess because I moved around so much, I'm, I'm, I'm very adventurous. I love uh, going out and discovering new things and seeing new places. Very cool. A world traveler at such a young age. I guess that's what happens when you're an army brat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I've, I've been able to been able to go to Paris, Amsterdam, uh, Liechtenstein, Austria, Switzerland. Um, wow. I've been in so many different countries all before I was, like, 15. Good grief. How many languages do you speak? Um, I can speak about, uh, German's my strongest, French is my strongest, a little bit of Italian, a little bit of Spanish, a little bit of Chinese, a little bit of Japanese. Um, I know a little bit of the, uh, the Georgian language. It's called Kartuli. Like it's a Russian style of, uh, language. Um, I think that's about it. Wow. As far as like my strongest strongest languages oh and a little bit of russian good grief and listeners this is the point where osiris blade makes you feel dumb no <laughs> that's impressive man that's pretty damn awesome and good grief uh i think you're one of the guests that uh speaks the most languages that we've ever had on the station that's beyond impressive so that's very cool man I mean, I'm not fluent. Like, okay. I can, you know, say hello, please, thank you. Um, where's my beer? Uh, oh, right now. Okay. <laughs> and you can curse somebody out. No, actually, I try not to learn bad words whenever I learn a language. Okay. Well, that's that's more honorable than most of us. <laughs> when did you first realize your attraction to men? Um. Probably whenever I was in, I was in Germany, I was about, it was almost around the same time that I started jerking off. So, um, I was going to school and we just happened to like pass by these two guys that were holding hands. I was living in Germany at the time. So of course, you know, me as an American kid, seeing two men walking down the, down the road, hand in hand, it would just, it, it blew my mind. And pretty much from that moment on, I was like, okay, you know, I understand why I'm, you know, kind of attracted to girls, but not, you know, wholly attracted to girls. Mm-hmm. And seeing seeing that couple, like they 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 were probably they were probably friends because you know in Europe, you know, friends can friends walk down the down the street hand in hand. They give each other kisses, and like I don't know if they were friends, if they were lovers, or whatever. All I knew is that I I never saw two men express that kind of you know like closeness especially being in the military mm-hmm. being from a military family so mm-hmm. after that moment in time and sort of coming to the realization about your own sexuality did you have sort of i guess what could be considered the stereotypical coming out moment did you have a moment in your life when you, um, you know, you told your family that you were gay? I did, and it was, it was very, very bad. It didn't go as the way that I wanted it to. I got, I got nicknamed the agent of the devil. Um, wow. 
But I've long since moved on from that, and you know, me and my family, we're back to our old selves. You know, like you know, pretty much family was like, oh, it's just a phase. I'm like, no, it's it's <laughs> you know, 20 years later, it's it's still not a phase, and you know, they're starting to come to terms with it. My 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 sister, she she accepts it. My aunt, she she accepts me for who I am. Um, my parents, they're like I said, it, it was difficult for them at first, but they got used to it. What were you doing with your life prior to entering the gay adult industry? Um, it's kind of a long story, but I can I can summarize it. Um, pretty much got out of high school, went to college, tried college, discovered you know, like I said, I'm very adventurous. You know, just spent more time meeting people, going places than I did in school. Um, decided not to go that route, lived on my own, moved around. Then about 2007, I decided to go into the military, um, went to the Marines, and I got out 2011, moved back home to Charlotte because I'd, I'd not lived in Charlotte since I was, you know, maybe three and then decided that I would be, I would make a lot more money doing what I enjoy doing here in Florida. A friend of mine, well, a friend of mine, a friend of mine and my sister convinced me to move down here to uh, to Florida. And pretty much, I was just like, I may as well, I may as well utilize my assets before I can't use them anymore. Okay, and that's what. That's what spurred me to get into uh, into the industry. Was porn something that you had always been interested in trying out? Was that something that you had always had like in the back of your mind, like, hmm, this is something that I would eventually like to do? Or was really just sort of like the move down to Florida something that uh, sparked the interest in joining the adult entertainment industry? Um, it was a little bit of both. Like, whenever I was younger, I was, you know, my, my first porno mag or video that I've ever that I ever watched, I was like, you know what, that looks like fun. And, um, like, in the past, it was more of, I don't know how to, you know, get into it. The, like, you know, of course, being a military kid and, like, not knowing where to go or, you know, who to talk to or, you know, how to... Like it's 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 not like a McDonald's where you walk up to you know a place and fill out an application. You know it's like you, you kind of have to meet the right people and you know live in the in the in the right place. And you know in the past I just you know never had that that outlet. But you know moving down here to Florida where it's a little easier to you know jump into it. It, it was it kind of facilitated my. Uh, I guess my transition into it. How long have you been in the adult industry in total so far? Um, since about middle to late October. Okay. Yeah. And that's like doing uh, productions and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. My, I think my first my first shoot was done. Uh, like second week of November, like sometime in November. 
Okay. Brand spanking new fresh face in the business. Yeah. Good old Greenhorn. <laughs> <laughs> a name in the adult industry is very important. You know, you got to pick the right name. You got to pick a good name, a name that's catchy, a name that can be associated with you, a name that, that's unique. You know, you don't want the, the same name that someone else has. So how did you come up with your porn name? Um, I... And I, I planned on everything before I even joined it. Like before I even signed any paperwork, I'd, you know, set up my Twitter and all of that. But I, uh, I came about my name because on my left arm, I have the Egyptian God set. And um, I always tell everyone because I, I have uh, bands on my left arm that the bands represent my, like the straps of a shield because I'm I'm predominantly right-handed and if I was to if I was to be in older times where we fought with sword and shield then I would have the shield of set which is my left my left hand and then my right arm I would be holding the Osiris blade and so I pretty much just oh cuz um on my right arm I have the Egyptian god Osiris so because um, my I'm right-handed and I would be holding a sword in my right hand or any kind of melee weapon, I, I was, you know, kind of ties into my whole love of Egyptian mythology and um, the fact that I'm right-handed. <laughs> Sounds weird, but it, it kind of rolled off the top of the head when the, that day when I was just like, I need to come up with a name. Awesome. I like the name. It's a good name. It's very, crea very, very creative. I agree, and it's very intellectual as well. But I guess the real question is, do you know how to walk like an Egyptian? But I'm bumch. <laughs> I can try. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to November, and I want to discuss that first day on an official porn set. You've actually had a couple of different firsts because you know you started off with your first solo scene and then you know you had to do your first topping scene and then you had to do your first bottoming scene. Mm -hmm. So let's go and talk first about the first time you were on set which was for your solo. What was that experience like for you? Because obviously you mentioned that as a teen, I mean, you started masturbating. So you're pretty comfortable, I would say, you know, masturbating by yourself. But then all of a sudden, you have to masturbate in front of, you know, a couple of other people that are there on set watching and filming and, you know, taking pictures and all that stuff. So what's that experience like for you? Was that exciting for you? You know, do you have a little bit of an exhibitionist streak? Were you nervous, scared? What was going on in your mind the first time that you were on set? Um, I would have to say it was like a a wide spectrum of emotions because I was just like, you know, like in the back of my mind, I was like, what if I'm so nervous that, you know, I can't get hard or I can't get off? Um, and then at the same time, there was a couple of moments where I was like, wow, you know, this is, you know, turning me on, you know, like I'm in front of two complete strangers, you know, both holding cameras and I'm, you know, jerking off for the purpose of, you know, the entertainment of others. And then there was also, you know, that, 
um, that anxious feeling like, okay, what, what is the finished product going to look like? So it, like I had so many things running through my mind. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had to take a couple of breaks because like one, I, I tend to last a long time and when I have a lot of things running through my mind, it just extends the, the, the length of time. So, um, I think I was, I don't, I don't even remember how long it, it took from, from beginning to end. But at the same time, I was, I, I enjoyed myself at the end. Um, <laughs> especially the end where, um, I pretty much shot all over myself, like even like straight up into my face. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm naturally a shooter, but like for that intensity, I was completely surprised. I don't show it, but I was, I was surprised. <laughs> so let's talk about the next verse, which was topping in a scene. What was that experience like for you to actually go from jerking off in a scene to actually having sex? It was it was interesting because you know in in my personal life if I you know if I am going to you know, have sex with someone I usually talk with them and meet with them and that was the first time that it was like all right you and you you're in this spot you're doing this go and I'm just like I, I don't know anything about this person you know like you know I don't I don't know what their their hot spots are their cold spots are you know they don't know what I like what I don't like and you need you know it's kind of one of those things that you know I I kind of wish I had that that chance to you know sit and talk and you know kind of bounce ideas off of each other I mean like hindsight. But at the same time, I was just like, eh, I'll just go with it. You know, just just roll with the punches. You know, I'm, I'm used to adapting to any situation. But it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was interesting because both of us had uh, Egyptian tattoos, so that was you know one good connection. Um, mm-hmm. And beyond that, it was just yeah, it was it was it was really interesting to just be thrown in like that I, I had a lot of fun just you know just being thrown into a situation and making the most of it I like that Osiris Blade is a trooper <laughs> and now the next first which was you bottoming how different was that experience from you topping besides obviously you're doing a different act um, one, it was a different act. Two, I was, I was, I was, it was the first time that I had went to another, another company. So it was, okay, I, I, here's another group of people that I've never met in my whole entire life. And I have to do something that I've, you know, n- you know, never done on film in front of a bunch of people, you know? So it was, it was one of those things that I was, I was, I was nervous, excited, you know, I was deeply enthralled by the, uh, the top that I had because, you know, he had the most handsomest eyes. He's French. You know, I love, I love European, <laughs> any kind of European guys. So it was, you know, and, and we also had you know, the chance to sit and talk and, you know, 
have the the conversation that I didn't have in my second scene where, you know, it's like, okay, you know, this is what turns me on, this is what turns me off, you know, things like that. And it was, you know, I was, I was still nervous, you know, still, you know, not not as confident as I would like to be, but I still had fun. I had fun nonetheless. And I was also in Vegas. I love Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is amazing. <laughs> no, I can totally go back. I totally go back. Well, I'm sure if the scene is received very well, that uh, I'm sure you'll get a call back. Oh yeah, I'm I'm hoping for it because those guys they were they were fun to work with. Um, amazing set. Um, one of the things that I liked about that was the fact that I didn't have to talk. I'm a horrible actor. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um I'm I'm not a lines memorizer or, you know, off the off the cuff kind of ad libber. Um it was it, it was it was just you know, fade in, everything starts, fade out, you know. So Okay. They're not always gonna be that way, so you need to start acting in front of the mirror or something. <laughs> And and what's weird is I have no problems with public speaking. Um, Things I do not do in front of people is like sing. I don't like doing karaoke because it's weird. I can I can hold a speech. I can recite a poem. I can you know if if the lines were on the teleprompter, yeah, I can I can read in front of a bunch of people. But singing and ad libbing, I can't I can't do. I get all flustered. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You have to practice because <laughs> you're going to have to say some stuff at some point, especially if your career keeps true. on growing. I have no problems with that. As long okay. as I have enough time to practice. Sounds good. Uh, all right. So basically what we've been discussing, the scenes that you've been discussing are scenes that uh, came out for, uh, you know, two of them were for Pride Studios, correct? Mm-hmm. And then the other mm-hmm. one, the one that you just talked about, where you bottomed, was for Hot House, and that was a scene that you were paired up with Theo Ford. So after you did all those scenes, you actually basically sort of had to do it all over again for Masquerade Men, because you did a solo scene, you did a topping scene, and a bottoming scene. So I just want to talk a little bit about sort of like the difference in doing it the first time versus now doing it basically a second time um, for masquerade men, was there a bit more confidence? Where was where the nerves sort of uh, maybe almost disappeared, maybe or not even there? What was that experience like having to do basically the, your first three scenes over again for a different company? Um, it was it was interesting because um, a, a, a layer of nerves had been gotten rid of. You know, like I, I did approach it a little more confidently and a lot more professionally. Like I'm, I'm pretty much ever since the Marine Corps, I've always been about professionalism, no matter what I do. And I, I, I approached it exactly the way, like pretty much, you know, mistakes in the past I addressed and I was able to, you know, sit down and, you know, like I said, talk with, you know, 
the the director, the camera guys, the you know like everyone there, and you know just come up with a really good solution that way everything runs smoothly without a hitch, no problems, and 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 it did. You know, like all three scenes worked out phenomenally, and it was it was it was amazing to have to have that you know a little bit of confidence, a little bit of know how. To approach everything, the so that I can produce what I needed to produce every single time. Like I have no problems with like my my next set of movies. I I have I I don't think I don't think there would be any more nerves. Honestly, like I probably won't be nervous. Mm -hmm. I mean. Uh, Especially since Masquerade, man, they they definitely took care of they took care of me. Um, we like behind the scenes, we laughed, we joked, we talked about whatever and anything. Um, but you know, once once there was once the cameras were rolling, everybody you know went right into doing everything they needed to do, and I I greatly enjoyed that. Greatly enjoyed that. Nice. And, I like the sound of that. Mm -hmm. It is. It was, it was truly an honor to actually work with them because I, I don't know, like that, that was, that was exactly how I envisioned, you know, going somewhere, doing a shoot and coming back where you're still, you know, talking with, you know, talking with everyone being like, Hey, I enjoyed myself. Can't wait to come back. You know, what, what, what are the plans? You know, like, like let's let's you know find some way of making it happen, and it was it was greatly greatly it, it was it was definitely one of my favorite learning experiences for the business. Awesome, that's great to hear. Very cool, very very cool. So about half the scenes have been released. Half of them are still you know, waiting to be released. So out of these six scenes that you've done, I mean, you've certainly run the gamut in, in what you can do, uh, you know, at least in, in the, um, at least at the start of your career, you know, by doing solo work, topping and bottoming. So my question for you is, since you've been on a couple of sets, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most on set? Hmm. Um, turn on the most, I would probably say, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's a toss-up between being in front of the camera and being able to, like... Hmm, that's tough. <laughs> my biggest, I, like, I, I guess I would say my biggest turn on would be, you know, the fact that I've had some really, I've worked with some really, really, really attractive guys. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's nothing I found unattractive about any of the people that I've worked with. I guess. Um, biggest turn off. Uh, when things get a little, 
I don't know, like delayed or pushed back or, you know, the lighting's not right or battery's not charged. And it's like, oh, you know, I have to, like, I would rather, I would rather everyone wait for me taking, you know, taking however long than me wait for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Okay. If if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because pretty much it's like, okay, I like if I knock myself out of out of my flow, that's my fault. But having someone else knock me out of my flow, that's like, oh, you know, like mid-stroke, <laughs> someone yelling cut or having to having to take having to take. I guess unnecessary breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's necessary breaks. I can understand. You know, I'll say that necessary breaks. I can understand, but unnecessary breaks, I I can't. Okay, that makes sense. Now you you've sort of mentioned a couple of times that uh, it excites you. You know that you're being recorded, and you know that people are there watching as uh, the scenes are being filmed. Did you? always know that you had this sort of I don't know if you want to call it an exhibitionist streak or you know enjoying that you enjoy being watched is that something that you knew prior to entering the business or is it something that sort of developed as you've been in the industry um it's kind of a little bit of both like um Ed, let's see I, I used to be a go-go boy at one point in time so I'm you know I'm not afraid of being half naked in front of people and I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, you know, dancing for people. So it was like, all right, you know, like they're, they're enjoying what I'm doing. And, but it was never like, as a go-go boy, it wasn't really an ex, like I, there was no real, there was no real excitement. Only for the simple fact that I, I can't dance with a boner. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and um but you know now it's like okay it's 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 definitely getting interesting because you know I, I i get a lot of compliments from people you know just out and about you know and and these are people who have either seen my seen my scenes or not you know and it's when I receive those compliments, I use that for fuel in the gym. You know, like it, it motivates me to continue doing what I'm doing. So I guess it's slight motivation, slight exhibition, exhibitionist side. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. So Osiris Blade knows how to shake his money maker. <laughs> like a champ all right now that's what's up for those out there that haven't had the chance to see the scenes that have been released and for those that are looking forward to the scenes that are going to be released uh, can you describe your fuck style for them hmm well no I'm kind of across the board Cause like I have moments where I'm aggressive and then there's moments where I'm like passive. There's moments where I'm like, like, like really passionate. Um, I don't know. I usually feed off the other person's energy 
if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially when, like, my first bottoming scene, the 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 top he got he got pretty aggressive at one point in time. And I was like, okay, I like it. I like this. Let's 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 use this. And I got just as aggressive back. And then also whenever I was working with masquerade men, there were some moments in which like I got to show my my passionate sensual side where, you know, kissing up the body, a lot of hand like like groping, a lot of, you know, holding and I, don't know, I guess I've just always been like that. Like I've always, you know, whatever energy I get from the person, I meet them halfway, and we just use it. I like that. Sounds good. You're fresh in the business, so you've only done a handful of scenes. Are there any performers out there that you're looking forward to being paired up in a scene with? Anybody out there that's on your quote-unquote must-do list? Um, <laughs> now I'm blushing. Um, yes, there's actually a couple that I'm like, uh, just kind of interested in. Um, a couple of them are new. Uh, Sebastian Cross, he just came onto the scene. Um, oh my god. I wouldn't mind working with Tyler Rush. We've been Twitter buddies for a while and um, bumped into him here in Florida. And he has the cutest, cutest, cutest butt. Um, wow. Hmm. I don't know. Beyond that, I... Wow. I was not prepared for this question. <laughs> Good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That was that was definitely a good question. Um, ooh, I should have made a list. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Okay, good choices. Certainly, great choices for the listeners and the fans to anticipate. Hopefully, happening in the future. I oh, yeah. and. There's also, like, I, I wouldn't mind, I actually wouldn't mind working with uh, Theo again. Like I said, he was charming, a lot of fun to talk to. Um, the Everybody that I worked with at Masquerade then, I would love to just do something else with them. That would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Since you are a fresh face in the business, are there any performers that you look up to, that you look up to their career trajectory and you hope to someday, you know, maybe take your career to similar heights? Um, hmm. I've always been a fan of uh, Jesse Santana. Uh, Jesse Coulter, Matthew Rush. Oh man! Then again, I'm like old school when it comes to like porn. Some of the like some of the guys that I've like looked up to, like they're they're not even they're not even doing porn anymore. 
Um, I don't know if 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 I can if I can shake some pillars, that would be that'd be interesting, you know, to raise a couple of eyebrows, and get some of the uh, old school guys to to notice me. That would be pretty interesting. Cool. How old were you when you saw a porn scene for the first time? Uh, probably about. It's probably when I was 18. Like, uh, and that was me buying my first uh, videos. It's like, oh man. Yeah, I was, I was 18. And I don't remember, I don't remember who, who was in it. <laughs> I, uh, I was a shaky little 18 year old walking into the porn store. Well, actually the video store that had the porn section in the back and it was I, I just grabbed two things off the sh two videos off the shelf and was like okay I'm gonna buy these and that was that was that okay interesting Aw, a young nervous Osiris Blade buying his first porno I was very nervous because I had to put it into my book like I just got out of school <laughs> Well, I just got out of school. I had to put it into my book bag and sneak it into my parents' house because I, I turned 18 when I was in high school. So I was like, uh, how am I going to hide this? That's too funny. Now it's time for the big question. Emphasis on big. It's the question I'm sure a lot of your fans, your growing fan base, I'm sure they're dying to know this. How much is Osiris Blade packing? I am a whopping 10 inches. Oh, right now. And do I need to put it in 20 meters? No, that's good enough. <laughs> I'm not going to make you do math. Well, it's 25 centimeters, just to, just to throw it out there. Okay. <laughs> He's already done the research. <laughs> when did you first realize that you were packing something special, something that uh, not everyone has? Um, quite honestly, whenever I saw the photos from my first couple of shoots, because, you know, I, like... I've had it my whole life, so I'm like, eh, it's it's nothing special, you know. Like, growing up, people would see it for the first time, like, oh my god, like you're gonna do what with what? Or you know, I I I've heard every excuse, <laughs> every excuse, and it never really. I was just like, ah, oh, this person's just you know saying that, but to actually to actually see myself in a photo, you know pretty much through another person's eyes, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I am that big. That's funny. You didn't realize this until a couple of months ago. I mean, I thought, you know, all right, maybe a little bigger than usual, but I, I didn't, I didn't think I'd be in the, in the monster cock range. Yes, Mr. Monster Cock. Thus far, I mean, you've only topped twice, so maybe, 
maybe this might be a question for when you come back for the next interview, but uh, but I'll ask it anyway because maybe it's already happened. Has there been a performer that just couldn't take the dick? Mm, no. Okay, what about generally in life? Have you ever run into someone who you were hooking up with that was very eager to please and uh, they just found themselves not being able to handle all that Osiris Blade has to offer? Yeah, I've definitely encountered that. <laughs> like I said, I've, I've like my first couple of relationships that I had, you know, 18, 19, 20, they, they saw it and they were like, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm like, oh, come on, <laughs> please. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was just one of those things that they're like, oh, I, I'm not, I will, I will, I will not take that. And I'm like, all right, all right, it's your loss. <laughs> Something that you mentioned is that ridiculous pop shot that you did in your first solo scene where you basically hit your face and it splattered all over the place my question for you is in general do you do anything in particular to prepare for the pop shot to try to maintain a consistent load in the scenes are you the type of person that you know tries to eat certain things drink certain things make sure you abstain from doing certain things or do pops typically just come natural to you in, in, in um, their load and consistency? Um, I don't know. I just, I just, it happens. It happens. I mean, I've like, there've been a couple of times I just like dribble out. Sometimes it, it shoots across the, shoots across the room. Um, like it's all ranges, all ranges. Like, um, I don't know about preparing myself. Um, I, I will say that my first video, I hadn't jerked off in like three days. So that could be a good bit of a factor. Um, and also it was my, my first scene. So it took a lot longer because I was nervous. You know, I, I did stop. I would get a little too sensitive because, so you know, a lot of edging. Yeah. A lot of edging. And I'm a natural edger to begin with, so like, like whenever whenever I am doing anything, like it usually I am shoot I'm usually shooting. Like honestly, this morning I jerked off three times today and shot all three times. Well, there you go. See, this is where you're supposed to be creating some sort of XTube account so you can document <laughs> this for the fans. Um. Uh, I think I want to get another place before I can do that. Oh, okay, there you go. Sounds like a plan. Listeners, you heard it here first. Yeah, because I, I, have, I have my cameras all set up. I've been taking some, some pretty cool selfies lately. Okay, cool. Right now, I want to switch up the tone of the interview a little bit, and... Uh, discuss with you some of um, I guess the more serious issues in regards to the adult industry and uh, things in relation to it so to start off this set of questions I want to ask you about your family 
we talked about family in the beginning of the interview and I want to jump back into that right now and ask does your family know about your career in the gay adult industry and if so how do they feel about it um my parents I ever since I came out to them I told myself I was not like they they don't like that part of my life I do not mention it so and it's kind of sad that I I had to do that but at the same time we are we're a lot closer because of it um so they do not know my mom would probably kill me if she found out um my sister she knows um partly because you know if if she has to come down here to visit i i don't want you know i don't want to be like oh i'm off in such and such place because she she usually gets to the to the bottom of things so um and beyond that she's the only she, yeah she's the only family member that knows um she's okay with it she she thinks it's cool um I don't, I don't know she she always had a feeling that it would happen but it was one of those things that nah my brother wouldn't do that and then you know I tell her she's like okay you know I'm, she she still likes that to me okay cool that's good to hear is there a misconception or myth about performers that you would like to dispel? In particular, since you're fresh in the business, is there maybe a misconception that you had about performers prior to entering the business that now that you're actually in the middle of it, you sort of realize, you know what, it isn't how I assumed it would be? Um, I don't know. I've, I've never been... I try not to think negative about anything, so I guess anything like a misconception, I don't know, like, I guess the, I always thought it was cool that, you know, a the performers on screen are, you know, a certain way, and off screen, you know, they're, they have their own lives, and... I really wouldn't call it a misconception, but it was, you know, I always thought it was interesting that there's the Bruce Wayne Batman dichotomy. And, you know, I, I, I've always wanted to have the Bruce Wayne uh, Batman kind of double life. Like, I'm doing this in public, but little do you know, behind the scenes, I'm doing, you know, this. I always thought that was interesting. Okay. Is there an aspect of the adult industry that you do not enjoy? Um. Hmm. One. Well, the one thing I don't enjoy would be divas or queens or you know. People who have like this, you know, I'm I'm better than you kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard stories, and of course, you know, I've met a couple. But at the same time, it's like you know, everyone is who they are. Um, I don't take anything personal. And like I said, I try not to say anything negative about anybody or anything. That way, I can you know fill my life with positive things. So. I really don't take notice of anything that, you know, 
that I would deem as negative because I focus more on positive aspects. Okay, I like that. What is your opinion on the popularity of bareback porn in the gay adult industry? Um, I've, I've never been, a, I've honestly never been a fan of anything bareback. Um, I've, I've always, I've always used a condom, except for those couple of times I got drunk and, you know, had, a, had whatever scare. But at the same time, you know, it's, I don't, I don't see the appeal you know, if I, like me personally, if I was to go bareback with someone, it would be in a committed relationship. You know, you know I, I understand a person, I understand the company could get both of the actors tested, but at the same time, it's, to me, it, it doesn't help, it doesn't help promote safe sex in the community. That's a very good answer, Mr. Osiris Blade. Very good answer. So I believe I know the answer to my follow-up, but uh, since you are a fresh face in the industry, I've got to ask this as a follow-up. Do you at all see yourself in the future doing bareback porn in the business? No. Okay. Um, and and one of the reasons why I and one of the reasons why I chose Fab Scout to start with is the fact that they. Like in the contract, it says, you know, we do not do bareback, and I was just like, all right, cool, I'm sold. You know, I, I, that's all I, that's all I wanted to know. So, I, like, I, I mean, I may, I may lose out on popularity, but at least I, at least I can follow my own values by saying, hey, you know, I like even in my private life, I practice safe sex. So, you know, what, why would I, why would I go on, on set and not do the same? Mm -hmm. Kind of contradictory to me. Okay. I like that answer as well. Now, don't make me like pull out the tape when we do an interview in like four <laughs> years and I'm going to be like, this is what you said, Osiris Blade. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, uh, I'm. I kind of stick to my stick to my word. Okay, I like the I'm sound a, of that. The marine in me. Okay, cool. That's what's up, man. Okay, so moving away from some of the the more serious issues in the business and uh, getting back into some more questions about you. Although this one could be kind of a serious question, but it's certainly much more in uh, the lighter vein as opposed to the questions that we were just uh, discussing and the issues that we were discussing. Uh, romance and relationships in the adult industry now you've only been in the business for a little while so um, this question um, is more so a question of like what you think it's going to be like like do you at all feel like it will be difficult for you to find romance and to develop a relationship a romantic relationship while working in this industry uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of a toss up. Um, one, it depends on who I end up being with, but at the same time, I'm 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 a very straightforward and honest person. So you know, it'd be one of those things that you know, first date, 
uh, is, you know, hey, just to let you know, this is what I do. So uh, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a mystery of any mm-hmm. sort. Yeah. Okay. Unless they thought that was cool, I, I can totally still do the Bruce Wayne Batman thing with a relationship, as long as they understand. All right, yeah. <laughs> as long as they understand. And you've got which, the mask which, on. Which part of me they get? Yep. <laughs> there you go. In your personal life, what's your favorite sexual position? Um, all of them. All right now. <laughs> Osiris Blade is adventurous. Oh yeah. Um, and and that's and that's one of the reasons why I took on this 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 career is to you know explore some more you know to be more adventurous to see what's going on you know because and and you know like I said earlier it's it's a lot easier in the in the in the industry to end up in a gangbang whereas you know private life uh, you know my my chances of finding 10 really hot guys who just want the real shit out of me kind of hard to do whereas in the industry I just be like I want that guy that guy that guy and that guy you know what I mean and also at the same time I will also I'll also be in a safe environment mm-hmm absolutely interesting so are there any sexual fantasies maybe you just mentioned one where you know you'd like for them to become a reality while you're working in the industry um i wouldn't mind doing a i guess a military scene only for the simple fact that in the military it's nothing (laughs) it's nothing like what they portray in Mm -hmm. porn you know, I mean, yeah, there's communal showers, but you know, like some some of some of the things are just a little far fetched, and it's like, you know what? I'll I would I wouldn't mind getting thrown into something like that. Okay. Not to not to don't ask detail action. Yeah, not not to dispel it, but just to be like, you know what? I I didn't I went through four years in the military and none of none of this happened, so I want to. I want it to happen. <laughs> okay. Um, Interesting. I, I guess that's one. Studios out there make it happen for Osiris Blade. <laughs> and of course, you know the the gangbang that I mentioned. Okay. I've always kind of like to be a attendee and the attender of a gangbang. I always thought that would be interesting. Interesting. Now, are you? at all curious about experiencing some of the more extreme aspects of it because a lot of this those types of scenes nowadays feature you know like double penetration and that kind of thing is that something you want to experience or would that be a little bit too much for you to handle um i don't know i mean i'll cross that bridge when i get to it okay like i like like me and a friend in the past have double penetrated somebody i mean considering it's kind of easy for me to do it but i've never been double penetrated Mm -hmm. you haven't been on the receiving end no it'd be interesting absolutely you've done scenes so far where you've topped and you've bottomed 
So does that mirror what you like in your personal life? Would you say that you are versed in your personal life? I yes, I am totally versatile. I hell, I would I would coin the term power versatile because I I, I like both. Like there is no okay. like I like that. I love that you're coining a term. <laughs> because you know like like there there is you know the versatile who is who prefers bottoming or the versatile who prefers topping you know uh, as opposed to either one like me i put me in a flip in, in, into a flip flop situation and i'm i'm okay with it okay so you heard it your first listeners you heard it here first osiris blade power versatile <laughs> Oh, I like that. Word. I think you need to go and update your Twitter profile and include that in the description because <laughs> I like that. That that's a good marketing tool right there because I don't think anyone has ever described themselves as a power versatile. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Do you get into? You. You're welcome. Absolutely love it. So you need to use that seriously. You heard <laughs> it here first on Poppy Chulo Radio, one on one with Poppy Chulo. Getting back into you and uh, what you enjoy sexually, do you get into any kinds of fetishes in your personal life? Mm. No, only because I've, I, uh, like I said, I, I want to, like from here on out, now that I'm in the business, I want to, like whatever exploring that I want to do, I, I'd rather do it on film. Mm-hmm. So you're basically yeah. including all of us in on your exploration. Yeah. I, I, and that was one of the things that I kind of milled over. Never, like, after I came up with my name, like, what direction do, you know, did I want to go? And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I, I, I have no problems with, you know, if, if, if it came about, you know, being bound or doing something in leather, you know, like, I, there, there's so much of you know my sexuality that I have not explored. Mm-hmm. So why not you know share it with the world? Okay, so you see yourself at some point maybe working with Kink.com. Yeah, um, I I think I actually put an application to them before Fab Scout, but I didn't hear anything back. That okay. or I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not computer smart not gonna lie Aww. just as long as you can find porn you're good uh, that's the only thing I'm good at with the with computers that's too funny too funny <laughs> I want to go back in time with you and I want to ask how and when did you lose your virginity um it was... And where? Because it could have been an international fuck. I wish it was. That would have been interesting. Now, I was... Um, my virginity was lost at my pre-prom party with my friends. Um, what the hell was this? A pre-prom orgy? No, no, no. Like, we, we, uh, we had a party the day before prom. And then... Of course, you know, prom is nothing more than a party. So, um, me and all my friends, we just hung out. But I had a crush on my friend Sarah's brother. 
So I spent the whole night like flirting with him. And the only thing I remember is waking up the next day in his bed. And I was like, oh, I guess I made it here. And pretty much like I had kind of, <laughs> I guess I not so much as kicked in the door, but I just let myself in and passed out there. And he was like, well, you know, now that you're here, and I was like, all right, <laughs> may as well. So we fooled around for a little bit. And then, um, like I said, my friend Sarah, she was like, okay, you, like, she came banging on the door. I was like, okay, you, you need to, you need to get off my brother. I'm like, all right. So wasn't, wasn't much, but at least I got, at least I got what I wanted. Interesting. Okay. So that was your, I'm guessing first time bottoming. Um, I guess it was just all oral. Okay, so it was an oral experience. What was what about since you are a verse, since you are verse in in general, a hundred percent power verse. What about like your first time <laughs> being a top, first time being a bottom? Uh, first time being a bottom. It was with my probably third boyfriend. I was in second semester of college, and. Um, wow, <laughs> that was, that was definitely interesting. It took me a while to get used to it. Um, kind of wish he was a better coach, but I don't know, he, he made everything, everything pleasurable. First time topping was probably, probably about a year later. Just happened to find someone that was like, Hey, uh, I want, I want. Like it was literally the first person who was ever ever like I I can probably handle that. So um, that was interesting. Beyond you know, I don't know, it was kind of nervous, kind of sweet, but at the same time, it was it was you know the first time I ever I even stuck my penis into somebody. So it was just like okay, that. That is amazing. Only for the simple fact that the person was able to take it. So it was like, okay. You know, there was no excuses and no... I don't know. No get off of me. Yeah. Or ow, that hurts. Even though I'm gentle. The gentle giant. <laughs> How often do you work out? And uh, since you've been doing scenes do you find yourself uh sort of watching what you eat when you know that you have a scene coming up or do you just consistently you know always watch what you eat and focus on your workout routine um i live at the gym um and i'm i'm always watching what i eat like i'm i'm always eating fruit um I love bananas. Um, I love bacon. I should have said bacon first, but on the healthier side, bananas. On the non-healthier side, bacon. Um, I'm always eating a salad, um, fish, chicken. Pretty healthy. No fast food, unless unless it's a cheat day, and even then, it's usually not. Uh, usually, it's like a restaurant. Mm -hmm. 
to shave or not to shave? That is the question. And yes, I'm talking about down there, but also just general manscaping as well. Um, do I do it? I usually like to keep it trimmed. Um, I usually I I shave my armpits, but you know I've kind of gotten used to it. Um, I'm usually always shaving my chest, um, but I never I never go clean shaven um, around my cock. It just looks weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? Mm, my, so pretty much my favorite my favorite body part? Mm-hmm. And why? Um I don't know, that's a I think I like my arms because I'm always showing off my arms. Um, why? Cause it's the easiest thing to show off, you know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm always wearing like a short sleeve shirt or a shirt tight enough where all I have to do is just do a little quick flex, and you get to see everything about my arm. Um, I think a close, a close second would be my abs, like, only because I like, I like walking around shirtless. I guess, I guess that would be my my, my favorite part. Now, on the flip side, in your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least, and why? Oh my god, my feet. <laughs> you got some, like, eagle talons um, or something? Well, I think they are the most disgusting thing ever, but people that have seen my feet, they're like, You're, you have normal-looking feet, they're not hideous. And I'm like, no, my feet are ugly. So, and I've been, I've been taking everyone's opinion... And using it, I, I, um, like I'm, I'm not. Please do not involve my feet in sex. <laughs> Don't so no on them. fetish stuff. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You can, you can massage them. I can get a, I can get a uh, pedicure, a massage. I'm okay with that. But once genitalia and mouths, no. Please don't. <laughs> just, I don't know. That's the no-no zone. You have a few tattoos. Can you share with the listeners how many tattoos you have? And I know you went into them a little bit at the, the beginning of the interview. So can you just refresh listeners what the tattoos are of? And if you have a favorite tattoo. And uh, this is kind of like a multi-part thing all about tattoos. And, and do you see yourself getting any more? Um, first and foremost, yes, I do see myself getting more. Um, already, already got two, actually about three or four already planned out. Um, I have on my, on my left arm, my first tattoo, which is an onk, and then I added to it, uh, set and his name and I got the onk redone. Um, on my forearm, I have, uh, two one-inch bands around. Um, On my right arm, my right bicep, I have Osiris and another Ankh. 
Um, and they come, they face each other and they mirror each other in the sense of Set is the god of chaos, Osiris is basically his brother, um, twin, exact opposite. On Set, the Ankh is neat, orderly, you know, well, well-shaped and while the Ankh next to Osiris is kind of chaotic looking. Um... Across my back, I have the Egyptian scarab. Um, across my collarbone, uh, across my collarbone, I have Semper Fidelis, written in hieroglyphics, and Semper Fidelis is the Marine Corps motto for "Always Faithful." And my newest and favorite tattoo, the one on my side, and I, it's it's the Eye of Ra, and in a, uh, in a hexagon. Oh, I had to count the sides. Sorry. <laughs> it's a it's an eye draw in a hexagon, and it has um, an, an Egyptian inscription that says, "May I look upon my soul and my shadow." And it's and that's and, oh, it also has the uh, Charlotte crown on the top, and that that's one of my favorites. Interesting. So maybe in the next interview, we'll talk about your latest tattoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it'll definitely be interesting. I've told a lot of people about it, and I don't know. I got mixed reviews. I'll, I'll let it be a surprise when I get it. Sounds like a plan. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Um, Quirky. Um... I'm a total nerd, <laughs> complete nerd nerd, uh, comic books, video games. Um, I like to have interesting pets. Like the last pet that I had was a tarantula. Okay. Um, that is interesting. I can't think of any other quirky things. Describe yourself in 10 words or less. Um, <laughs> wow, describe myself, two words. I will go with, I like bacon. That is, that is all I'm, that's the easiest way I can describe myself. <laughs> um, no, um, I'm, I'm in, in an adventure. I... Adventure, charismatic, bacon lover who thinks positively about the world. Okay. Yeah. I think that was more than ten words, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm also bad with numbers. Okay. So you're not that much of a nerd. Now let me stop. <laughs> Okay, so as we start wrapping things up, I have this set of uh, five questions that basically are pop culture oriented that should allow your fans and supporters and this growing fan base that you have to get to know some of your favorites. So the first question is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Now this can be a list of five of your current favorites or this could be a list of five of your all-time favorites. I just need five of your fave TV shows. Hmm. Um, Flash, Gotham. 
American Horror Story, Freak Show, Scorpion, and all-time favorite, He-Man. Okay, interesting choices, good choices. I, I approve of them all. Very cool. Next up, who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Ooh, um... Janet Jackson. Oh, man. Stevie Wonder. Mm. Anything drum and bass. Like, I, I, I love the whole drum and bass genre. And then... I also like uh, Radiohead. What are three of your most favorite films? Favorite films? Anything comic book related. Um, anything comic book related, anything sci-fi, and anything fantasy like, like Lord of the Rings where there's elves and dwarves and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I love how you cheated by giving categories, but I'll give it to you <laughs> since this is your first interview. Next time I'll oh, need specifics. <laughs> That's a really big wow. Alright, alright. I'll 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 narrow it down. Um Star Wars Um the second Hobbit movie. The the one the desolate desolation of Smaug and X-Men. Okay. Days of Future Past. Thank you for sticking to the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you drum and bass. Okay. Next up, what are two foods you can't live without? Uh, bacon. bacon. And um... Ugh. I'll have to say bananas. Um... Yeah, bacon and bananas. Okay. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Um, peanut butter and Nutella sandwiches. Nice. With bacon. Not bad. I've never <laughs> had it like that. Uh, yeah, I have. I have one waiting on me after the uh, interview. How rude. You didn't even make me one. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. You owe me one. <laughs> There's only oh so much bacon I share. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so as we start wrapping things up, I want to talk about the future. What's next for Osiris Blade? What's going to be released soon? Obviously, you have these three scenes with Masquerade Men that we've discussed, but is there anything else that we should be looking forward to in the horizon? Have you booked any scenes? What should we expect from Osiris Blade? Um, The only thing that should be releasing is whatever I did with Masquerade Men. I am still kind of waiting for a few things to fall through the cracks before I can um, do some more booking, but I should be hearing something, hearing back from something soon. Um, I, I'm, I'm just as anxious and nervous as everyone. 
um, especially since uh, a lot more, a lot more, um, no, especially since I'm starting to get a lot more notice from other companies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good and very promising. Uh, what are your overall goals in the business? Like, are there certain milestones that you want to achieve? What do you plan on your career turning into? Um, no, no, I never really thought that far ahead. Um, I guess milestones would would be to to actually, you know, explore every as many different facets of the industry, you know, because, you know, because each, each, um, each company has, you know, certain things about them that makes, that sets them different from all the others. And I find that, you know, I find that very interesting. Um, if I can at least do, I guess a milestone would be if I can at least do one scene with as many different, um, companies, producers, whatever, then, that would, that would kind of be like a goal of mine, just to be like, okay, I got to work with everybody. I like that. That's easily attainable, especially since you're proving yourself to be quite the performer. So, very cool. I like that. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social networking? Um, I am on Twitter at Osiris underscore Blade. Um, I'm on Tumblr. I love Tumblr. Um, and on there, I am Osiris Blade One, all one, um, all one word. Um, I do have a Facebook, Osiris Blade, and I think that's all the social media outlets that I have so far. Oh, and I have an email, um, Osiris Blade at Yahoo. Sounds good. Uh, well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters out there? Um, thank you for enjoying everything that you've seen. Um, I cannot wait to make more. That way you have some more to enjoy. And if there's a wish list, let me know. Sounds fantastic. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Cyrus. Your first ever interview. Certainly excited that we got the chance to to have you on for your first interview. And I'm sure that this career of yours is going to continue to grow. And we're certainly looking forward to tracking your career here on the station with uh, new interviews and whatnot. So hopefully we can have you on maybe later on this year and you can fill us in on all the good stuff that you've been doing. The door is open for more interviews. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to come back again. You're welcome. Sounds good and sounds like a plan. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning in to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us 
us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychuloradio. And like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppychuloradio. With that, Osiris Blade, and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night, everyone.